Hi there. Welcome to Mental Wealth Podcast. My name is Benjamin Wise and I remain your host. Allow me to shower the rays of hope on you, followed by a sprinkle of warmth. I'll be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome to Mental World Podcast. It's so good to have you guys back. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to have so much fun today because we'll be talking about something very, very interesting. So stay with us and we'll be right back. All right. Welcome back. So uh, today we'll be talking about the pillars for mental health, stability and happiness. Uh, We're going to be discussing it uh, over three episodes. So today we'll be talking about one of the pillars for mental health, stability and happiness. All right. We all know that um, it's no news that everyone wants to find happiness. We all want to be happy in our everyday pursuit of life. We look to find happiness happiness every day of our lives we seek for things or someone that makes us happy so whether we find it eventually depends on our perception of what happiness truly is and the level of our mental health stability is totally inched on how we forge our own happiness all right so today we will talk about an important pillar to sustainable happiness and mental health stability okay so this is to help guide you to a brighter and happier future okay so what is this pillar what's the one pillar that can help you stay happy and mentally stable it is building an autonomous lifestyle to build an autonomous lifestyle all right so we know that money they say can't buy happiness but research has actually shown over time that there's a positive correlation between an individual's income and happiness okay so a research was done recently uh to explore the ways the wealthy and the non-wealthy people choose to work and spend their time well when we're talking about wealthy and non-wealthy we mean people who are billionaires and people who are probably not yet billionaires okay and surprisingly there wasn't much difference there was actually kind of similarities a lot of similarities actually okay both parties spend likely the same amount of time on work activities but the difference is the wealthy groups were pleased with work they decided to do themselves instead of following the guidance or orders of someone. Now, this gave them a higher life satisfaction. It makes them feel good about what they were doing because they weren't, uh, no one was backing others at them. They did this at their own discretion. Okay. Um, Another difference was that the wealthy groups uh, spend more time engaging in active leisure. Um, They they go on to do stuff like meditation, praying, socializing, 
exercising and volunteering now unlike the non-wealthy groups they engage in a more passive leisure uh, like watching the television taking a nap or resting or doing nothing okay so what we're trying to say here is autonomy is a form of self-sufficiency or taking responsibility for your own life and action autonomy is very synonymous to the word freedom which determines the capacity of an individual to make an informed or unrestricted decisions okay so possessing an autonomous lifestyle determines the extent to which an individual has control over their options and choices and meets their desires accordingly now let's take an example uh, let's use uh, an organization for example when an employee or an individual gener- uh, are generally granted the autonomy in in a place of work it helps them it makes them feel um more part of something it gives them meaning it helps them make meaningful life decisions and the freedom to engage in a, in activities that brings a high level of satisfaction or success to their psychological needs rather than when they are pressurized or coerced by a higher form of authority or person to do something so being autonomous brings fulfillment and is closely related to psychological well-being and happiness okay it uh, provides um, a positive work-life balance, creating a mediating effect on your mental health and happiness. All right? talking about what the autonomous lifestyle will afford you one of those things is competence now when you add competence to the mix it provides a greater feeling of self-efficacy reliance and personal mastery even if you're a skilled employee or very good at what you do there's a need to develop a huge psychological comfort competence rather in all sphere of life so um Autonomy also affords you the chance to manage stress, okay? It helps you keep your mental and uh, emotional health under control. Being autonomous affords you to have enough time for social interactions with friends, with family, and your loved ones. Also, another thing the autonomous lifestyle will afford you is it helps you to have an active leisure experience rather than a passive one you have enough time to relax have um, active leisure uh, meditate you pray or do a simple task such as uh, you know paying attention to what really matters or what is good paying attention on the positives and the beautiful things as you go each day so building an autonomous lifestyle is a very important pillar that can help you stay happy and mentally stable so strive to live or get or build for yourself an autonomous lifestyle so we'll continue with the second pillar in the next episode see ya
Thank you for listening to today's episode. Remember, taking care of your mental health is just as important as taking care of your physical health. So, until next time, stay strong, stay mindful, and stay well. Also, don't forget to check out all our other episodes and be sure to tune in next time for more valuable insights on your mental wealth journey. Have a nice time. Till next time.